0: Hi, this is Aaron Orlando reporting for the Revelstoke Mountaineer. Um, I'm joined on the phone uh, with Rochelle Van Zanten, who's going to be playing at the Village Idiot Friday night as part of the Axis Monday Festival. Um, uh, Rochelle, I talked to Rochelle on the phone right now while she has a break, while her uh, seven-month-old daughter is uh, taking a nap. Rochelle, thanks for joining me.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: So, Rochelle, um, you've played the River City pub before at sort of a last-minute show. Um, for someone who hasn't uh, heard your music or uh, doesn't know much about you, tell, tell me a little bit about what kind of uh, music you play.
1: Um, I play, I, I like to consider it Canadiana. Um, I play a lot of slide guitar. Um, These subject matter, all my lyrical content is really super Lately, it's been super BC-based just because that's where I've been spending a lot of time. So it's all colored with, uh, you know, visuals of life in northwestern British Columbia and the people here and uh, the landscapes. And, uh, yeah, I've been playing guitar for a long time, so it's a lot of a lot of uh, intense, like, creative, fun guitar playing, lots of sly guitar. And I tend to uh, get aggressive on stage, so there might be some pelvic thrusting.
0: Um, you, your songs do speak to, uh, the environment as well as the political environment in, uh, uh, northern BC, um, um, on your website, there's a video for uh, My Country, which is, you know, pretty politically focused. And if you take a look at uh, some of the other material, there's uh, you've got accolades from uh, famed uh, ethno-biologist uh, Wade Davis. Uh, tell me a little bit more about uh, about the, the focus of your music and, and the, the, the lyrics and the inspiration and the content. Well,
1: back in 95, I think it was, um, I just wrote to rock songs, and I really, I guess, uh, I toured for 10 years with Painting Daisies, which was a female rock band based out of Edmonton. Um, I came back to my homeland, which is Francois Lake, British Columbia, and just saw what was going on, and I I just uh, started to have a complete appreciation for my upbringing, which was very attached to the land. And... um, And that's when it all changed for me. And I I just started seeing the picture of what was going on here and all of the proposals uh, for development and what was at stake and what was going to change. And I didn't want that to change because I realized that that had completely shaped me and um, given me such an incredible quality of life. So uh, I just couldn't help but start writing about it because it was so stuck within me. And um, I found that writing became, incredible peaceful weapon and it was so effective at reaching the global mass um i made the video from my country um up in the headwaters of the skeena the Nass, and the stikine rivers which is are three of our most pristine salmon bearing rivers in british columbia and um many many cultures depend on those rivers and um and after doing that, I just I just couldn't help but write what was truly uh, close to me, and uh, just I, I needed uh, to get out all these messages. And so that's that's where it started to get real for me. Like songwriting became truly uh, intense and personal, and it required meditation and just being completely genuine.
0: Mm-hmm. I've noticed you're involved in quite a few different. Um, Um, causes up there. I just watched a video that you narrated uh, related to uh, Northern uh, mountain caribou and, and mountain mountain caribou are a big deal here. The, the Southern herds, uh, um, lots of people in Revelstoke are involved in uh, efforts to uh, preserve them. Um, Tell me a little bit more about some, some of the different um, 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 sort of issues you've been involved in and how that manifests itself in your music.
1: Well, I, I started with uh, getting involved with the Skeena Watershed Conservation Coalition so that they're based out of Hazleton excuse me and um, they they kind of just fueled the fire for the rest of it so uh, they that was uh, you know we made the my country video with them and that was that group as a support and then I started getting calls from other people wanting me to do that so for example the narration of the caribou and um so i tried to channel lauren green because he was my hero back in the (laughs) 80s um he was awesome and uh love i love it I, i i guess the big thing is that you know back in the the 90s when i was with painting daisies it was such a focus on the music there was not really the music was great but it was all about the visuals, so we had to look good we had to have the bodies we had to have the marketing uh, they didn't even care most of the industry didn't even care that we were great musicians um and writers they just cared about the visual they could sell whereas and then i i found my my true way my true uh path in music which was to actually be a social social activist and environmental activist um to to uh to stand up for for things like our watershed and our animals, our people. And, um, and it just felt so much better than having to, you know, lose 30 pounds and get a boob job. Um, it was just, it, it just uh, filled my soul versus sucking it dry. So it was, it's, I just knew that was my path was just to, uh, to get involved with people like Wade Davis and, and do shows with, I just, I just did a show with him and in, in Portland and, and it was like the coolest show I've ever done, you know, like a theater filled with And people that love the earth and want to make it work and so yeah it's much more fulfilling than than having to squeeze into tight pants and make myself look good in front of an audience that perhaps wants something else. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Um, In in the climate of uh, uh, the election which is uh, coming up in uh, just over a month right now um, how how does that affect the the kind of performances you give and and uh, the content of your shows?
1: Yeah, no. In a sense, yeah. I I definitely, um, I definitely you know spread the word. Get out and vote. Use your voice. Use your voting power. Make sure you're registered. because um, you know I have the opportunity with lots of people. And um, but I it's funny because I have such a wide audience that, you know, not everybody's on the same page as me. So I have to be super careful. I just, you know, share share my story and share where I live and share how I'm affected by. It. The, the possible what happened the you know what could happen should certain people get into power and that's all i can do and and um i find by sharing my story i'm way more effective than you know saying vote this way or vote that way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah definitely uh i'm a huge nathan cullen fan he is a very big advocate for uh, for for people big time for people and also for the salmon for he, he's a he does has done wonders up here in northern northwestern British Columbia. Um, he's NDP, of course, and yeah,
0: uh, Nathan Cullen. He's a, a younger NDP and, uh, MP. What is the name of the, of his riding there?
1: Uh so he is, uh, Bulkley Stikine. Let me think. How far would that go? Like as far as his I, I can look it up. <laughs> yeah, it's think it's Bulkley Stikine, or because um, he it's uh, from. Uh, uh, Lakes District out towards uh, Hazleton, I believe. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not sure how far this. I think it's Bulkley keep. Anyways, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he he's wonderful. Like he, you know, he's there for the farmers. He's there for the loggers. He's there for everybody. But he also, you know, considers the fact that we we uh, have a really incredible guiding uh, tourism salmon culture that needs to be preserved as well and should all these pipelines and big industrial projects get pushed through that's not going to be there anymore so he's well aware
0: part of your comment there was you know um uh, making sure people are on the same or on the same page or or acknowledging i guess that that people are on different pages i mean that's uh similar to revelstoke we we have uh you know the outdoor guiding the heli skiing the snowmobiling uh we don't uh, have pipelines um but uh, so that that uh, quite big provincial debate has geographically, I guess at least missed us uh, here. But how how, how do you uh, feel you you can be most effective as someone who um, uh, has a message, but is also realizes that some people in the audience are, are just there for a, a good musical performance. So, or 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 I guess tell me about how how do you negotiate that.
1: Yeah, I I found that I don't even think about it I, when I when I do my show I just do my show and it's off each each song has a story and just by telling that story and being genuine I usually don't offend people and I and even if I did I wouldn't really care because I just do what I do you know and it seems so far it's really worked um, I don't preach I just tell my story and and um and I find that when you are truly genuine truly passionate then you can touch everybody. I, I played this crazy oil gig just outside of Grand Prairie. It was like 80% of the audience was oil, were oil and gas. And I told the stories of how, where I live, there's, there were many displaced first nations groups because of development. And I told the story of that sacred headwaters where they kicked out shell, you know, and there's potentially going to be 700 um, fracking wells and they got shut down. and, and I, I didn't, I didn't, um, I, I guess I, I just, I just told the facts and, and just, uh, said what the results were with this, this first, the Taltan First Nation, um, could keep their their cultural camping, their cultural grounds, their, their traditional hunting grounds, um, intact and still hunt their moose. And, and it was just factual, right? So just by telling the facts and, and, uh, my experience, I, I, I it's just, uh, it's really it's really effective. I had a lot of people just say thanks for the show, you know, thanks for telling us what, what your side of the story because they're they're just so immersed in their side, which is just survival and living and a job that they're unaware often.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I find uh, when when we go through controversies here, um, people aren't necessarily uh, in one camp or the other as it is often betrayed. There there's a there's a there's a broad mix, uh, and uh, sometimes when when you face these controversies, at least in my experience, uh, you can uh, everyone can uh, hopefully grow from it, and and I do see that happen.
1: Right. Yeah, and I I bet you've you probably because you don't get don't have the pipeline issue going through Revelstoke. I'm I'm sure that it's amazing how the tension rises when this happens. Like you know our town peaceful and it was happening all around us and now it's coming right through us and it has really changed there's a lot of there's a lot of tension and it's i i don't know i I find that when it's you have to ride the wave when it's good because because when you have yesterday there were probably about 20 helicopters flying over you know it's mostly gas and oil just doing all the right away stuff and it's it changes it changes your life it's just it creates this tension and this worry which is mm-hmm. so not nice especially when you have kids you know mm-hmm. so
0: what what pipeline are you talking about and exactly is this where you're living right now can you tell me a little bit more
1: yeah there's right now, so Embridge. we're not sure what's happening with northern gateway pipeline in Embridge because it's kind of sitting duck right now but um right now it's it, there's right-of-ways being mowed down for um lng so there's five different five to six different proposals of gas so for natural gas pipelines to go through and one of them goes right behind um our land and through our grazing lease so and within that stretch of uh, i don't even know maybe eight kilometers it goes cuts through about 36 different creeks mm. so it's huge it, it's it's and that's where our cattle drink and those cows eventually feed people so it it's it's big, right? And mm-hmm. not to mention those creeks run into our lake where we fish and eat those fish, and it just it goes on and on. So it's 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 pretty pretty. Uh, there's a lot of worry and there's a lot of concern amongst some of us, and the rest are just like, well, it's going to go through anyways, so we might as well just deal with it, you know, with that attitude. So um, luckily, we have really amazing First Nations groups that are blockading, and they are they are raising their voices. They are um, on the Maurice River we have the Unistotin camp which um, they're currently there's huge uh, conflict with between them and the RCMP because that's their, their their traditional camp is and that's where the Enbridge pipeline is supposed to go through as well as the L- an LNG pipeline trans Canada. so um, their their entire way of life is being threatened and they're just being bullied it's it's just crazy you know and and um, but they're standing strong and they're holding their blockade and um, so we're trying to support them as mm the
0: Michelle, mm. so, yeah, you're um famous for spending uh over a decade more well over a decade on the road uh touring. Um now you have two young children and uh, I understand uh, uh, uh that, I'm guessing that means a, a more domestic lifestyle in, in the past couple of years. And, and you were telling me earlier you have a, a new project that's somewhat related that, to that. Can you tell me a little bit more? Yeah, well, I guess I was on the road hardcore for about
1: 17 years, which is weird because I just think I'm not that old. <laughs> but I started young. And, um, and then I kind of snapped around 2008. I completely... Okay, can you hear me? Yeah, that's better. Okay. I'm on solar power, so I have to, oh, no. it's a bizarre existence. Okay. Um,
0: well, I won't yeah. keep you, but maybe tell me about your new project.
1: Okay. Sorry. So anyways, yes. So I snapped 2008 and then I uh, started, I started uh, homesteading again and which was great. I needed it so bad and raising kids. And now I'm, you know, all my music's really been inspired by my children. And, and so that's this new children's album. Um, is uh, being written. I've pl- probably the last year I've been writing those songs, and it's it's due to be recorded next spring, and then out for the summer festivals. So there'll be a new uh, RVZ children's album album out for 2016.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you know what it's going to be called?
1: I think it's going to be called Go Fish.
0: And what what is what's it going to be about?
1: Well, I think you know the content will be about stuff that I know about, which is raising kids in the North and growing up myself as a child of the Northwest, uh, you know, having a logger for a dad and driving tractor at the age of seven and um, uh, living in the lake, catching fish and, uh, yeah, definitely being a child of the land and uh, a product of the land, so that's what it's going to be about.